Good morning, saints at Trinity Lutheran Church. Our gospel reading this morning is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 30 through 44. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a desolate place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they ran there on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. And when they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties. And taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. And those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. And they all ate and were satisfied. Mark chapter 6, verse 42. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever been called upon to do a task, but felt completely insufficient? A task so daunting or so overwhelming, a task with such crucial implications that you were suddenly aware of all of your insufficiencies, unsure if you had the stamina, the grit, the capability to really do it justice. Consider the disciples before our Lord today, standing there upon a hill with thousands of people looking at them. And after a long day, Jesus says to them, you give them something to eat. What do you have? The disciples will need to come up with around 7,000 loaves of bread and 12,000 fish to feed this crowd. They've got five and two. Five loaves of bread, two fish. It wouldn't even be enough food to feed them. Peter was saving that for a midnight snack when he and James and John would stay up later to play hand and foot. There was no way they could feed the crowd with what they had. I was walking through Tractor Supply with my youngest daughter, and she spotted this large painted metal rooster. It caught her eye, and she, she pointed it out, and she said, What about that, Daddy? Now, we were there to buy chicken food, not a four-foot painted metal rooster. So I said to her, what about that, Mackenzie? And she said, do you think we should buy it? To which I replied, 
how much money do you have? Five cents. Come to find out later, when we got home, roosterless, I might add, that the five cents was actually a plastic nickel. So she only had a pretend five cents. You cannot buy a four-foot metal painted rooster with a plastic nickel. And you cannot feed a crowd of people, thousands of people, with five loaves of bread. And there are tasks before you right now that are just as impossible. And yet the Lord says, how much do you have? And you look at the Lord and you empty your pockets and you say to him, this is it. This is all I've got. And it is far, far short of what is needed. Now, there are two glaring problems in this story. The first one's obvious, and I've already made note of it. The disciples do not have the supply to meet the demand. They face an impossible situation. But it's the second problem that goes more unnoticed, but it's worth mentioning here. You see, the disciples call the place where they are with the Lord a desolate place. They say, this is a desolate place and the hour is now late. They most likely refer to it in this way because the Lord had said to them earlier, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. And so they are right to call it desolate, and it is. But what occupies this desolate place? What does it consist of? Who or what fills the land where they stand? People. Thousands of people. People who were like sheep without a shepherd. Lost people. Helpless and hurting people. The Lord sees this desolate place with desolate people, and he has compassion on them. But the disciples see this desolate place with desolate people, and they ask for them to be sent away. Send them away to buy themselves something to eat. Dear saints, this is a grave problem in the life of a Christian. To see those hurting among us, and yet to seek to drive them away. The disciples see desolate places as places intended for their own rest, their own relaxation, their own leisure. But the Lord sees desolate places as places intended and meant for his compassion and mercy. The Lord desires to drive no one away. Not even his disciples here who are in the wrong. Rather, the Lord pulls even them closer to himself by directing them back to the first problem, the thing which is impossible. He says to them, you give them something to eat. Your answer is selfish. Try again. No, I'm not leaving you. I'm here for you. But the way you deal with this is not by sending my people away. You give them what they need. The Lord directs the heart and the will back to this impossible task, to the desolate people, and ultimately, he directs our eyes back unto him and his cross, for he is the only one who can provide such things abundantly from so very little. 
The Lord will feed the crowd. The Lord will feed you. The Lord will provide in all things, in every storm, in every dire situation, and in every lack of bread and fish. He knows that it is so often the case with you that when he calls you to a task and says, how much do you have, that your pockets are empty, the pantry is bare, the soul is willing, but the flesh is weak, the resources are scarce, the reserves in the tank are running out quickly. He knows that you lack what is needed. Just like the disciples, you are not able to do this, to get through this, to handle this with what you have. So what will you do? Give the Lord the little that you have, knowing it's not even close to what is needed? Or will you drive the people away? Here the greatest problem is made manifest in our lives. When we see what needs to be done, and yet do nothing about it. Just send them away because... Because I just don't have what it takes. I can't meet the need. I can't fix their problems. And so you remain stagnant. A theologian once said, A ship is safe in the harbor. But ships aren't meant for harbors. They're meant for the open sea. Jesus Christ calls out to you, Feed my people. Look around you. Who needs care in our world? Open your eyes into the hills of our land and see the thousands and thousands of people who are like sheep without a shepherd. See the children among us crying out to you like sheep without a shepherd. They need you to lead them. They need your compassion. They need their father, their mother, to instruct them. They need you to spend time with them, to love them. What, what do you have? How much do you got? An alabaster flask with the world's most expensive nard? Five loaves of bread and two fish? a burned-out heart, a broken spirit. Well, pour it out. Give it all up, whatever you have. Lay it at the cross of Jesus and trust that his grace and his power and his sufficiency, his ability to seek and to save and to heal and to make alive will meet the task of head and then some. Jesus will provide for nothing is impossible with God. Dear saints, you can keep what you have. You can eat it for a nighttime snack. You can drive people away from your life and create a rather desolate place for yourself. You can remain stuck at the harbor and in a safe, smooth sea because you fear your inabilities and your insufficiencies to do what needs to be done. You can empty your pockets and tell the Lord to send everyone away from you because you just don't have it. 
But know this, he will not listen to your demands, for he drives no one away. He draws all people to himself, his disciples, his helpless sheep, and you. His baptized child shall remain close to his side. And so he speaks a daunting, overwhelming, yet glorious word to you. Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Fishers fish out upon the sea, out to dangerous waters out of your safe spaces and harbors and into open and treacherous territories. And it is there, in these desolate places, where he draws you ever closer to himself to trust that his grace is more than sufficient for you. Go and follow him. Empty your pockets. Pursue his, his mission Give what you have for the need at hand. It will be nowhere close to what is needed for the task. But Jesus Christ will. and His grace overflows and his mercy endures forever. He is the one who shall multiply. He multiplies the forgiveness for the sins of the whole world and for yours through one single efficacious sacrifice. He who has conquered the grave, he goes before you and is with you in the boat. And he will ensure that wherever you go, you and his people shall eat. And you and all of his sheep shall be satisfied in him. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.